0: Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot slash NYH. Justice to enter to win must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice.
1: What's up, everybody?
2: Welcome back to the Rhythm and Views podcast. It's your girl, Preston B. I'm Zayn. I'm Niani. Yeah, shout out Rhythm and Views! Shout out Rhythm yes. and Views! Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Rhythm and Views. Rhythm and Views. what's up and welcome back to an episode of Rhythm and Views. Today I am in the presence of gospel greatness okay definitely in the presence of greatness okay. multi-award winning gospel singer miss Kiara sheer kelly how are you i'm
2: so good how are you i'm good good good, good to see you again it's always good to see you
1: oh my goodness last time we we had a, we had a cute talk last yes. time when you were here we so we're did. gonna talk some more um because you have a book out yes you just became a new mom yes you're grammy nominated yeah. and grammys are right around the corner they sure they're right there like it came really really fast it's like two weeks away now maybe like a week and a half
2: so how you feeling about everything i feel great i feel blessed i'm grateful um i I sometimes get speechless because you know it's like you worry about things if things will come back if things will because maternity leave i was telling some friends i said i don't get pto right right (laughs) so if i can keep it real i don't get pto but you know, people don't have to remember you and wonder where you are, you know. And yeah. so I'm just super grateful that it's all just like a bounce back. And the Lord is just showing me, hey, I'm with you. And um, the children's book is so special. I think it's right in sync with my daughter, mm-hmm. Chloe Drew, and my passion for children. Um, you know how we were as young girls. Yeah. Some of us kind of compromised to fit in because we wanted friends. We were figuring out friendships. Right. So that book is basically saying, hey, embrace your differences. That has everything to do with your beauty and your purpose. So I'm. Excited about it all. I could keep going, going,
1: going, going. I love it. Yeah, let's get into the book. So it's called Kiki Finds Her Voice. Yes, and you you touched on it a little bit about you know trying to fit in, trying to break that norm, and yeah. wanting to fit in and have friends that you know like everything that you like, or you know yeah. you wouldn't you do things to to like you said fit and, in. Yeah. So. Why that book and why that title? Like, Does it symbolize something that you've been through as a child?
2: Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that. Actually, the book is a true story of my life. Okay. Um, I'll tell you the story. I was in elementary school. I was auditioning for a talent show, and I was singing an R&B song with some girls because that was the song that they wanted to sing. I knew, though, if my mom had found out, She'd be like, no, we're not doing this. And so she came in and surprised me at the audition. And she let me sing my song through the audition, but she said, that's not a song appropriate for you. Mm -hmm. So you're not singing that. Mm -hmm. And of course, I was sad. I'm like, oh, I want to sing the song. She said, it's not appropriate for you. And she knew, too, that there was something deeper. Why are you singing? Why are you choosing this song? Because it's popular. It's on the radio. The girls want to sing it. Okay you got to make a different decision She said if they drop out they drop out And so some of the girls did drop out But turns out that was me finding My niche my purpose in life Which was to sing the gospel To the world and here I am you know, with my voice and I found it, you know, so, um, that is exactly what it was. And it was peer pressure too. You know, I was young, Mm -hmm. I was chunky then too. So I just kind of wanted to fit in, you know, how we are in school. But I think too, it speaks, um, it goes a long way. It can even speak to adults because sometimes we'll compromise and settle for what we think is for that time or we'll feel like things are taking too long. And sometimes God is like, let me just steer you in a different Mm -hmm. direction and it's okay to go this different route. Right. And it may not take everybody that you think is required to go with you. It could just be you alone. And then you may welcome or attract a whole different kind of crowd. And in the book, Kiki, she gets like a standing ovation and the girls are like, okay, next time we gonna let you choose the song, you know? Yeah. So, um, that's the, the moral of the story. That's the gist of the story. And I think that a lot of girls will be inspired by it. And it's not just saying, hey, find your voice to sing. It could be find your skill, find your talent, and that will direct you to purpose.
1: I love that and i love how you said you know god can take you out of one place and direct you and it could just be you i was just having this conversation not only with my pastor but with my boyfriend like it was just like god would literally position you in a place to where you have to be by yourself yeah like you have to be that david in that situation before you can um bring everybody with you and then the people that you have with you may not always be Equipped enough for you To come to your next journey And your next spot And that's a hard lesson Especially as adults Yes, Kids sometimes is more easily persuaded Like yeah no you can't do this Mm -hmm. So you know do that yeah. but when it comes to adulthood sometimes you don't have that guidance from your your parent right. or somebody who's older or who's went through it sometimes right. you just have to sit and wait yes. or listen and listen for God's voice yeah or a sign to, to move you absolutely
2: and, I love how you said um, sometimes they aren't equipped for your next part of the journey because sometimes we go like oh they're toxic or I gotta cut them off no they're not bad people it's right. just they don't have the equipment that is required and that doesn't say that they're less than it doesn't say that they're not skilled or. They're not. It's just they don't have what you need in this season. season yeah. You know, so I like how you said that. You just gave me a note to remember. Oh. So thank
1: you. Oh, come on, drop your gym. book. Just, oh. <laughs> coming, soon, <laughs> coming soon, coming soon, coming <laughs> soon, coming soon. Now, we have to talk about Grammys. Yes. Because you are your song, God is good. Mm -hmm. Is nominated With your mom Yes And um, produced by Stanley Yes Hey
2: Stanley Hey Uncle Stanley
1: (laughs) How did that come about? Because God is Good Is one of those songs That you learn when you're a child Yes In in school and church You sing it Children's church So how did that Come about to remake Such a classic like that?
2: Um, it came about easy. So, you know, Uncle Stanley goes way back as to when I was nine years old for Finally Karen He mm-hmm. was, I think, one of the executive producers. Mm-hmm. So it was just a call. But Jay Drew was in the mix, and Uncle Stanley and Drew, they still talk. J. Drew's my brother. Mm-hmm. And Drew was like, Uncle Stanley wants you on this song, and I think we should be on there, you know, to do what we can do, blah, blah, blah. And we just, it was just a call. Yeah. And we made it happen, of course. It was family. It felt like, you know, back in the day. So we just went on and we did it. And I thought it was great, too, like you said, because it's a class. Classic, mm-hmm. but we put a little twist to it yeah and then to be on a song with hezekiah walker like though they're legends and to me uncle stanley is a legend too so oh he's
1: music. definitely a legend yeah. i was
2: like i go to church with him right like <laughs> come on okay well connected well, yeah. well connection yes so that was, it was easy it was easy and i'm just grateful you know how you do stuff that you just say yes to because it's family and you don't know that it's gonna come out to yes. be a grammy yes you know so that was the that was the turnout and i'm just grateful and yes I'm I'm grateful.
1: <laughs> I love to hear that. And your albums, your albums get me through a lot.
2: Thank you. Your albums
1: get me through a lot. Thank when you. I first heard something has to break, yeah. I know that that was recorded during COVID because the video you and Tasha Cobslinger are like in your living yes. rooms on separate sides, and I was like, yes, God, something definitely has to break. But with this new album, yeah. I was at the listening party and me and my, one of my close friends was there and we, we was going through tri- trials and tribulations yes. on our own. Mm-hmm. So when praise through came on, yeah. I was like, girl, you better get ready to start to cry because <laughs> this, this might be the one, this might be the one that's going to make you like, yeah. but when I was driving into work today, um, the song with you and Ja'Kalen Carr, just like it was it playing, it hit. And yeah. I'm just like, Yes. That's what he's done for me. Amen. I love that. Can you can you
2: walk you. me through the process for that song in particular? Yeah. Uh, the one with Jaqueline and Yes. I? Jaqueline and I, so that's funny you ask. We were in the studio, and Drew was like, you know you got to do one to bump to. Like, you know, mm-hmm. do your little dance. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what does this sound like? And I think if I can do a shout out, Ty Trippin, he set the bar for our generation mm-hmm. with like those shout songs. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got our legends, you know, that did the Ricky Dillons, yeah. the Kirk Franklin's, the Hezekiah work. But they did like the, but it was almost like an anthem that Ty gave our generation. Yes. And, um... So that was a part of the inspiration. I was just like, I want to do something that's like an anthem, but it has like a vibe to it where it's kind of like a twist to church meets hip hop kind of thing. So how can we flip the verses? So that's like, can you believe that? Da, 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 da. You know, it started off here, but then it got,
1: yes, it went right into that.
2: And I was just like, let me pull over because I'm feeling it. So it's like you bobbing and weaving on the first half, and then you, like you said, we do the bump. But uh, that song came about with just that process of us talking through it, like what do we want this song to look like, and then done for me. We always saying God didn't did something good mm-hmm. for me. You know, I don't know about you, but he did it for me. And so um, just having that natural and organic conversation. And then when we were writing it, I say, um, you get a car and you get one, too. He knew what to do. So we took that from Auntie Oprah. Oprah. Yep. Every time I hear it, I think of Oprah. Yes. I promise you. I promise you. So it's, it, we had fun. It was fun. It was easy. My cousin, Mark J, joined me on that. And, of course, Drew did the production mm-hmm. as well. And he wrote it with me as well. So it was easy. When, you, when you're when you telling of God's goodness, it, it was, like, flowing, like, just easy. Almost like we were freestyling. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, I was like, who can we get on here that's, like, a voice of our generation now? And Ja'Kalen Carr was the name that came up.
1: Between you, Ja'Kalen, and Tasha, I need um, <laughs> a collab album, yeah. a concert,
2: something. Because
1: you three ladies are literally when I when I got back into the church and I wanted to get back into listening to gospel, yeah. it was you three, three ladies who wow. pulled me through a lot of stuff. Thank you. Um, and to, to be sitting here and talking to you and yeah. telling you this, I'm so appreciative. Thank you. Of course, of course. Also, um, so your song off your new album, "Miracles," yes, was passed the mic. Yes. Anthem of mine. Yeah, every time it comes on, I don't care where I am, I'm <laughs> bl- blasting it. But also Thank you. your song off your previous album, album, it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Those two together, I feel like those two are. It's like storytelling. Those on yes. two separate albums. They are. They are storytelling. Yes, they are storytelling. Yes. So. Do you
0: know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot 97com slash n-y-h. Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New
2: York Alliance for Healthcare Justice.
1: From It Keeps Happening to Miracles, what was that process like?
2: That's a good question because... You know how God would be doing something, you don't even realize that he did it until after it's done. So it keeps happening. Like you said, that was a declarative song, if I can use that word, Mm -hmm. where we were declaring a thing and saying that this is what's going to happen. Like, we're going to actually see the fruit of our lips, right? And so we made this declaration, and I'm like, okay, it keeps happening for me. In that song, I said it was going to happen for my seed. Mm -hmm. I I didn't have a child then. I wasn't pregnant. And so here we get into miracles. Miracles is talking about how I'm a miracle, how my baby's a miracle. And like you said, It's following sync of what I declared. And these are biblical principles. And God did what he did to prove that, hey, my word is still true. So um, I think you said you answered my question for me. You answered it for me. It was storytelling, and I'm getting chills just talking through it and thinking it through um, because I wrote that song during the time of when my grandparents were sick, Mm -hmm. Um, and my grandfather was in the hospital, actually, Mm -hmm. and I kind of mentioned that on one of the songs on the album of Miracles. Yes. So it definitely is a storytelling thing, and um, it just goes to show, again, that God is who he is mm-hmm. and he can be talking through you and you don't even know it until like, dang, I had my answer the whole time. Right. You know? So I don't know if that answers your question. It answered it. Okay. And then some, so, and speak and with God talking to you. So
1: I was watching this TikTok where the guy was praying and he was just like, God, if this is you, if you say it's okay, say yes and yeah. I'll do it. And he was like, yes. And then it went from thank you God to instantly doubting mm. if that was his word yeah, or if that was like, If that was God's word, if that was like him in his mind saying yes. So how do you overcome that, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like certain songs that you want to put out or certain paths that you asking God to lead you down, but when he gives you that automatic swift yes, you just just doubt it really quickly. Like, how do you deal with the doubt? That's a good question. (laughs) That ain't no regular
2: interview question, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. Because... Honestly, I often deal with doubt. Yeah. Um, I often deal with doubt, but you have, who is it that set up under the juniper tree? Um, uh, I know it's right on the tip of your tongue. Mm-hmm. But he set up under the juniper tree out of, with depression and doubt, and he was a prophet. Yeah. You better. Come on. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, we both said, come on, <laughs> Okay, yes. He was a prophet. Mm-hmm. And that means you haven't contained, like, that's your gift yeah. to hear the voice of the Lord with clarity. Yes. And here you are sitting in depression. Depression can come from doubt. Mm-hmm. So. I often have to read my word, like thine word, if I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee, doubt is a form of sin because I start doubting you. But if I study the word and see people who are staples in the word of God, like Elijah, who are reminding me like, hey, I know you have human moments, but. This is how you can get back on the course of it. Mm -hmm. Um, That will encourage me, too, to say, hey, he's still a living God. And even when you're in a funky space, he's still talking to you. So I I think one way is God's word. Mm -hmm. The other way is having these kind of conversations. Right. Where it's like we kicking it and we both are kind of like, i kind of been there too before. And we talk each other through situations where we walk. You know, it's like I'm on the journey with you. I'm right. just a call away sometimes. I know we get tired of people. I get tired of people
1: sometimes. Same, me too.
2: And sometimes we want to kind of like just go in the corner. Me and my sister tease each other about that. But we'll go in the corner. But it's a it's one other thing when you have people that will get you to Jesus when you can't get to them. Right. And I think that that's so important. I mean, we hear people like Lazarus. But even outside of the Bible, we have real... Those are real life stories. But we have other current stories that will show you that, hey, people can love you back to life. And so I think a village has everything to do with it because sometimes just... Organic and casual conversations where it's like, I'm just kicking it. It can be prophetic. It can be revivaling, if I can say that word. It can be like a revival. Right. Um, So I would say that is how I get over doubt. And I also record my behavioral patterns when Mm, the Lord is speaking to me. So I can see, okay, is this me or is this Satan that's countering what I know God told me? Right. And sometimes, like if I can be very transparent, I just did a sister summit, which is a women's conference. And it was so good. Women were delivered. They were on the... I have pictures of them on the altar crying mm-hmm. out. And I'm just like, it wasn't successful. That's me talking. Yeah. It was an after attack as well. Like, the enemy is going to try to do everything he can to just pick at you and make sure that there's nothing left of you so that you won't proceed in that authoritative space. Yeah, trying
1: to take you out your prayer life. Trying exactly. to take you out of what God had already set for yeah. you. Yeah.
2: So, I think um, having moments... Where you record yourself and you like, okay, this is what you did. This is what you usually do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we do with our spending habits. Why do you spend so much at this time? Why do you call it retail therapy? What's happening? Right. Is that an emotional kind of movement? So I don't want to answer too long, but um, those are ways that I defeat doubt, and it is to pay attention, hold myself accountable, and have a village.
1: I love having a village.
2: Yeah, that was a long answer. Right? It was a great answer Sorry. because sometimes
1: people don't know. Like sometimes people will look at you as celebrity. Kiara, Shea Kelly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not seeing that there is a human side yeah. of you outside of TV, like you yeah. bleed just like I bleed. Yeah, you understand, like, yeah. and people sometimes don't realize that because all they see, all they hear is you on their their speakers, all they see is you on your on your TV screens or mm-hmm. on Instagram. And I feel like I love your Instagrams, like,
2: thank you. They
1: your Instagram gave you more of a human side Thank of you. of who you are mm-hmm. as a singer or mm-hmm. as a you know and now because you're a mom mm-hmm. let's talk about you being a mommy now yes. because you know you have gone through a lot some traumatic events yes. before having your daughter yeah. so what made this one different like this pregnancy different from the ones um previously, if it's okay to ask.
2: Absolutely. Um and might I add, this is one of the best interviews I've had. Oh, so. thank you. Yeah, thank you. you. At what you do. <laughs> um The interv- the interview. Look now I'm about to talk about the interview. <laughs> so I, d- I had two miscarriages before Chloe Drew. Mm-hmm. And um they failed soon and I was just like, what's happening? So what made the Pregnancy of Chloe, drew, Chloe drew different. Is that it exceeded past where it kept failing? Mm. That's a, a something That's a right word. there. Right, right, right. Okay, <laughs> we need to write that down. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it was the two, and then um so I had to do two surgeries. The first one, I forget what that surgery was, but I know the other, sur- the other pregnancy erupted in my tube while I was singing. Mm. So I was singing and cramping, and I didn't know what was going on. Um, And I called my doctor I had gone to emergency Actually uh, Before I sang Because the cramps Were happening before I sang Mm -hmm. Went to emergency The doctor just gave me A narcotic And then I was just Out the window Called my doctor And my doctor was like It sounds like you're Miscarrying So uh uh oh Miscarrying I'm gonna keep saying That word wrong (laughs) Miscarrying (laughs) So, um, make a long story short, what made it different is, like I said, it exceeded past what I kept seeing. Because then, talking about doubt, I started doubting God. Like, maybe this is not it. You right. Know, I'm going to have to try some other things. But that happened. I tried other avenues, and they didn't work for me. Right. Um and that was just it. It wasn't working for me. It was like the Lord was like, I'm going to show you that I told you I'm going to do this, and I'm really going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. So he gave it to me, and um, it was so easy that sometimes I'd be like, Chloe, are you in there? Because it was so easy, and so many people even complimented on how well I carried. I think you mentioned when yes, I was, you you hit here. that very well. Uh, yeah. I was just like, hold
1: on. Because yeah. when, when the news came, I said, hold on. She was just here about two ago right and I don't even like math and I was doing it and I was like hold on so that means I was pregnant when
2: I was yes, here like, probably congratulations girl yes. thank you thank you but that was that was pretty much it um just seeing that I had gone past that because I kept taking pregnancy tests to see if I was still pregnant mm-hmm. and um I was I was staying pregnant and I was like okay and then I had to be careful because I would you know I'm energetic i would yeah. run and jump and my family kept saying hello sit down yeah I
1: saw this clip I, he was at an award show was you and your mom on stage and your mother kept like tapping you and you kept saying she's telling me to calm down because yes. she knows what's going on with me but the holy ghost and I'm just like that holy ghost better work through her because right. he's gonna protect her through it he's gonna protect her through it yes so it was during that time yep, they everybody didn't know okay yep,
2: okay yep. I love that you got it you calculated it well.
1: <laughs> I was just like but wait she didn't but you know what if it,
2: it wasn't meant for the world to know at that yeah. time. And you know what? Honestly, um, there was a prophetic encounter that was recorded at our church mm-hmm. with my husband and I. Mm-hmm. And Prophet Todd Haw, he had prophesied and said, Whatever you want to be in her belly will be in your belly talk to my husband. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of people picked that apart. Somebody else took something and said, um something about my womb. And it was very dark and witchy. So I was like, let me keep this whole beginning stage to myself. To yourself, yeah. Because People are wicked yeah you know it's still people on their assignment as it pertains to the works of darkness mm-hmm. so i wanted to be very i was not just strategic with you know the message and what i let the world know but even the places that i went and once one of my advisors said your seed is vulnerable so be careful where you take it mm. and so um i was just very cautious and selective with where i had myself yeah, yeah. i love that you yeah. have to be because yeah. like you said
1: people are wicked yeah. you got people that are that will applaud you and still pray on you instead of pray for you and you have to protect yourself at all costs so I love that so back to Chloe Drew I know there's music always playing in the house do you see like how does she react to to the music in the house and you know I know she's gonna learn about the legacy of where she comes from yes is it gonna be like any Pressure or a requirement that she has to be a singer or she has to be in music? Or are you just going to let her figure it out on her own?
2: I want her to figure it out on her own. Okay. Um, I do believe that there is a gift there with my daughter. Um, but I saw how free my parents were with me. Mm-hmm. However, they had their voice in my life. They were parents. Yeah. But they were also cultivating the skill sets that they saw. So it wasn't just one. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to show you that you have these skills and you... Figure out which one you enjoy most. And um, I started saying that singing was just something different. Mm-hmm. Actually, it didn't hit for me until I was like 17, 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course I saw what it was doing in the beginning, but I was young. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people be like age don't matter. Age is nothing. To- no. I saw that age was, if I had went off of my decisions when I was young, I would have messed up. <laughs> right. Okay? Right. Right. So, um, for Chloe drew, I would love for her to take her time. Um, but she listens to me. Mu- like when she hears music, she knows to tap in. It's almost like if I'm singing to her and if it sounds good, she's, she steals herself mm-hmm. and then if it's me ah, you know acting mm-hmm. silly she like okay ah, you know crying <laughs> so i definitely think that music is in her de- it, it, it is it is yeah it's even on her dad's side oh so the history too behind that is um my my grandmother was friends with his grandmother and she used to sing in her choir and then my husband's mother Was close friends Is close friends With my auntie Jackie mm. And my mother Used to go over there With their family And get like hair done And all that So it's a lot of history But music is over there too Music is everywhere yeah. Music
1: brings everybody together Yes
2: So before we wrap up What's
1: next for for you? I'm going on tour Yes girl Yes <laughs> I need to be in that one
2: too Crying my eyes out Yes I'm going on tour And I'm super excited about that With uh, Pastor Mike Jr. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Brown oh, Oh, yeah. I'm going to be crying a lot. Please. Okay. Please yeah. come. Yeah, I
1: will. I will definitely be there. Yes. Yeah,
2: so that's that's coming up. And then um, we're working on some other stuff with music as well. Okay. So it's always something. You know I got to stay. Y'all mm. keep me on my toes. We do. We have to. Yes, you We have do. to because it's like like you said, you want
1: people to remember you. Like yeah. you, you thought the maternity leave and stuff yep. was going to. But no, we here. We got you. We got you back. We, you. you back. we love you back. We love so you back. So with this tour and new music, are we going to get like a – A Clark sisters reunion With you
2: know Niece involved
1: Like You know
2: That's a good idea And actually we have Talked about it To be honest Uh, Especially my brother He has this great idea With the whole family going Like I don't know if I'm telling too much, but the whole family. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You okay. know, we got to do this tour. They just got off the tour. They killed saw, it. Did, saw, you the, did you see? Did you? I to, saw clips, but I didn't. I wasn't able to go to the tour. It was such an experience. It was such an experience. All of the talent, yeah. um, legends on the tour. So that's one thing. And then shout out to the Clark Sisters too. They're also getting an achievement award. Yes, for they the are.
1: Yes. I need to be at the Grammys next I know. weekend, but. I know. You know, i watch it on TV and be praising in my house because that's <laughs> what I'm going to do, anointed and all. Yes, <laughs> yes. I just want to say thank you so much thank you. for stopping by, for coming back because you definitely you. said you'll come back and be on here. So I'm just so honored that you decided to sit thank with me you. on the Rhythm and Views podcast. Thank I you. appreciate it. Y'all give it up for the talented Kiara shared Kelly. Make sure that you stick, t- stay tuned to her social medias everywhere she got going on because everything she has going on excuse me because she's going on tour make sure that you buy tickets make Please. sure you support her again make sure you follow wbls on social media for the latest episode of rhythm and Views. again i am krista b and we are out of here
2: yeah thank Yay, you of course that was fun what's up
1: everybody
2: Welcome back to the Rhythm and View podcast. It's your girl Crystal B. I'm Zayna. I'm Niani. Mm-hmm. So Shout yeah. out Rhythm and Views. Yeah. Shout out Rhythm and Views. Hey. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Rhythm and Views. Rhythm. rhythm
0: Hero, someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community, the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot 97com slash NYH. Justice to enter to win must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice.